revolution is happening. Moms around the world are discovering how to run their own successful online business from home, giving them more time with their family and the freedom to create the lifestyle of their dreams. These women are mompreneurs. And this is the Mompreneurs Online Podcast. Here's your host, Fiona Lewis. Hi, it's Fiona Lewis here from the Mumpreneurs Online Podcast and welcome to the next edition of our fabulous training for women who want to start an online business or, ha or who have a business and are really wanting to take it to the next level. Now, I think you're really going to enjoy the content for today's podcast because we have a very special guest by the name of Vin. Vin and I only just recently met, but when I met Vin, I was super excited because she brought with her talents and skills that are way outside of my experience and expertise and it was clear to me immediately that Vin was going to be an excellent asset and contributor to the Mumpreneurs Online community and of course the private membership community of Mentoring Mums Online. Now Vin is somebody that is one of these crazy people who's so good at figuring out numbers and number crunching, but also helping businesses with planning and making sure that they're setting out on the right foot. And I know that this is something that a lot of us, especially if we're not into numbers, we tend to ignore it. You know, we, we don't tend to look at the cold hard facts of, of what's going to work in business and what's not. And also when it comes to planning, you know, really nutting down and making sure that we've got a good strategy in place. So it's not something that comes naturally to me. So to have someone like Vin in our circle who can bring this sort of expertise and knowledge is really, really powerful. A little bit about Vin. Vin started her career 15 years ago as a self-employed holistic healthcare therapist while also managing her father's medical practice. And she's always had a very keen eye for and a passion for business. And by the age of 25, she had started her very own wellbeing centre and bookstore. It's pretty impressive. So she's an entrepreneur in the heart as well. And a few years later, she sold her business and pursued further education in business and began consulting to small and medium-sized businesses. In 2010, she was awarded an MBA from AGSM. So she's a clever cookie, this lady. And a few of her clients include Hoyts, Bee Learning, Southern Oncology Specialists and St George Vascular Laboratory. Now, Vin continues to provide consulting and advisory services, and she offers business planning coaching. So, Vin, we are so excited to be able to bring you into our community, and we know that uh, the knowledge and expertise that you're going to share with us is going to be incredibly invaluable. So, welcome to the call. Thanks, Fiona. I'm really looking forward to having a chat to you and your members today. This is a topic I'm very, very passionate about, and it's something that I think is pretty much fundamental to to having a good business, whether it's online or a physical retail store. One of the things is that there's about 2.1 million small businesses in Australia and of those businesses, less than 20% of businesses have a business plan in place. Now let me, let me give you a bit of an analogy. It's like building a house without having a plan of how you're going to build it you're going to probably find at the end of it all, the house doesn't quite look like what you planned on it looking like. And you're probably also going to find that after a while, it's going to crumble around your feet. So as you can see, like business is very much like building a home. You have to have a solid foundation. It's like telling a story of what your business is about. And if a story doesn't make sense, people often lose interest and start to drift off and and not, you know, pay attention to what you're doing. So business planning is really crucial and really fundamental to, to creating a really successful business. Yeah. It's, it's that whole idea of starting with the end in mind. Would you agree? 
Absolutely. I, I think that's with anything in life. I think you really need to have a clear outcome of what it is that you want to achieve because if we can't visualize it, we can't create it. Yeah. So, I mean, when people think business plans, um, a lot of people probably start to cringe because they think either it's too hard or it's boring or it's a useless document. So, you know, what are your thoughts on that and what can you share with us on, on that whole topic? I think once you start to do a business plan, you'll actually start to see, wow, you know what? This is like a jigsaw puzzle. Like it actually starts to really make sense to me and I feel so much more empowered to go out there and talk to people about my business, especially if you're looking for funding and finance. You'll get, you'll get a, a load of questions thrown at you and objections and you really need to understand your business. So when you, when you do a business plan and you have understanding of all the details, it really helps you to go out there and seek whatever it is you need to seek to make it happen for yourself and to bring your, your vision to life. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, the importance of having this sort of document or, or this sort of planning if you are planning to go for grants or funding. And I know for a lot of women who are, you know, developing business from home, being able to access those grants could make a really big difference for them getting off the ground or taking their business to the next level. Yeah, sure. Look, I think, you know, in an entrepreneur's life, 60% of the time would probably be around um, sourcing finance, whether it's through sales or it's all about bringing cash flow into your business. Mm -hmm. And that's a really big thing for all entrepreneurs. So I think, you know, you need to start liking it. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't like it, find someone who can partner up in your business and help you with those things because it's fundamental to success. Right. So how do, how do we go about starting this? Uh, it's, it seems like such a big mammoth task to achieve. So where do we, yes. where do we go? <laughs> I think there's some key elements to um, creating a successful business. I think before we even get to the side of, of business, I think we really need to understand what we want for our own lives, especially as women. I think we have so many other things that occupy our time and our thoughts. So I think it's really important to understand, well, what is my vision for my life? You know, and having a life plan before even thinking about writing a business plan. So what I mean by a life plan is becoming very clear about what it is that you value in your life. It's about having a very clear mental picture of what you want your life to look like. And that's in the facet of, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in terms of your vocation, finances, and dream big. This is where I feel often we get caught into our own mind. We limit our dream and we limit what's possible. So I, I think the first thing is to have a couple of days of just creative planning of what you want your life to look like. And don't let money, don't let time, don't let family commitments stop you from dreaming big and I think that's the first thing you need to do mm. and there's many ways of doing this you know like often a popular way is vision boards so it's a simple exercise of getting out there and purchasing a canvas and a couple of magazines and some glue and cutting out an image of how your life should and you know could look like so yeah. that's a really really important first step I think to being successful in business one of the things is Whenever you're thinking about starting a business, it has to be congruent with your life values and your personal values. If there's any kind of incongruency, you'll often find that life gets a bit clunky and it makes, you know, it gets difficult. And 
putting all this time and effort, but somewhere we're not we're not enjoying it anymore. Because often that if you really start to dig at why that's happening, there's a misalignment between what you're doing for your business and what your values are. Yeah, that's so true. And that's definitely one of the, the uh, methods that we teach within the Mentoring Mums Online program is yeah, to make sure that the type of business that you're building is going to, to fit the expectations that you want out of it. So if you're building a business so that you have more time with your kids, then you need to make sure that you structure it right from the very start in a way that is going to give you that end result. It may not be what it's like at the beginning when you're getting up off the ground, but putting systems into place and, and building it in a way so that there does come a point that you end up with what you wanted in, at, the, you know, at the end of the day. Absolutely. Because if something, if your business is going to be competing with other things that are really important to you, often you'll find that we let the business kind of start to sink into the ground. So to avoid doing that, it's really important to have a balance and actually make sure your business supports your life and your life supports your business. Yeah, yeah, so important. And so do vision boards come into this at all? Uh, absolutely. I, I, I think that would be probably the easiest way to get started with planning your life because I think most of us are quite visual people. So, you know, from, I'll tell you a little bit about my own vision board I started doing vision boards about three years ago and one of my dreams was to have a nice sports car and to build a business that I could scale and grow and to live by the ocean. I had absolutely no idea how I was going to create this. At the time, I didn't have the, uh, the cash flow to really consider doing this straight away. And so I think the key is to not think too much about how I'm going to do it but it's to hold that image and hold that vision and you'll be surprised how life has a miraculous way of organizing itself mm. to bring these things to you but mm. you just got to allow yourself to be open to it yeah but of course people sort of hear that um, and think vision boards and the whole secret thing and they think some people think it's a bit woo woo you know but it's, yeah. it's important to have that but also then to take the action you can't just say oh this is my vision and, and look at it every day, but then not take any action towards achieving that goal. Now, that's the important step you can't ignore. Absolutely agreed. You know, and that's part of your daily planning. I think every day should be do something towards moving towards your goals and your dreams. Mm -hmm. And that should be concrete actions that you plan out in advance. Yeah. If we imagine we've completed that step, what would be the next thing? The next thing would be to have the right attitude. Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki talk about having the Midas touch. Now, what that's about is having, there's five elements to that. There's having strength of character, focus, building a brand, relationships, and making the little things count. So let's start with each of them. Strength of character, what they mean by that is having determination to, to keep going with your goals. It's about being honest and committing and doing what you say, say you're going to do. It's about actually having the discipline to delay gratification. I think we're in, you know, we live in a society where we want everything now. And often in business, it, it takes time. You plant a seed and you have to keep watering that seed until it grows. I think that's probably the part that a lot of people trip up on is that they don't keep sticking to it, especially when times get really tough. So the second thing was focus. I think you need to be single-minded in your approach. You need to make decisions about how you're going to best utilize your resources. Every day in life, you're going to find that you're faced with having to make decisions about 
what to put your time, your effort and your money towards. And I think if you have a really clear image and focus on what you're wanting to create, you're more likely to make the right decisions and invest your valuable resources into the things that actually add value to your business and your life. Fast track the success of your online business. Download the Yona's free e-course, The Three Big M's, the three biggest mistakes that most women make with their online business and how you can avoid them. Go to mompreneursonline.com now. Number three was brand. Yes. It's about making sure that you have a clear brand. That is the face of your business and whatever you're doing in terms of your marketing, there has to be consistency in your brand. Otherwise, people don't know what your business is about. That's something that you know you need to become really good at. And if it's something you're not sure of or not good at, my advice to you is to find a mentor who can help you with that because that is a very crucial part of any business. Mm. It's, it's important definitely in, in, in generating your brand. It's, it's um, making you more easily recognizable, isn't it? And you know, in the online space, it's not just about your brand on your on your website. It's how you brand yourself in Facebook and in Twitter, on YouTube, LinkedIn. It's important that, that I agree with you. You've got to have that brand consistent because, you know, I'm now finding that I'm out and about. And as soon as I mention the word mumpreneurs online, people, oh, yes, because they know the image that I use. They know the colors that I use. And it's, it's something that they've recognized because they've seen it across multiple platforms. That's right. It's like imagine McDonald's having a different symbol everywhere in the world. <laughs> just, it just would not work. You know, part mm. of children can, can recognize McDonald's before they can even read because they know the brand. Like, yes, they do. You know, they, and we all cringe that they, before they can even talk. They're pointing to the golden arches, yeah. That's right, but that's the power of a brand. That's, yeah. you know, that really says it all. And so with branding too, it's not just about a visual image either. It's about being consistent in who you are, especially across social media. Absolutely, absolutely. Nowadays, because most of our interaction is through social media, you have to have a consistent relationship that you have with with all your customers. Mm -hmm. There needs to be consistent in what you say, what you do, and what you're offering. You know, if if that's they find inconsistent. The worst thing that can happen is you get bad word of mouth and no one wants that because that's potentially could kill a business. So relationships, which is the next point, is becomes really much very much part of your brand. How you nurture relationships, how you manage the people that you come in contact with, because you may not necessarily do business with the person that you directly come in contact with, but they may may like you just because of the way you consistently speak with them and may refer other clients to you. So relationships is a very, very important part of brand building. Okay. So they're four really good tips. So when you've got all that sort of clear, how do we formalize this whole process of of business planning? So the next thing would be to actually start writing your business plan. So firstly, what you need to do, you need to develop a bit of a structure of what a business plan should entail. You need to understand what you would need to explain to a potential investor or a potential business partner. So the first thing I think you need to do is you need to really clarify what your business vision is. What are you hoping to create? How do you want your business to be perceived by others? The next thing would be what is your mission? A vision and a mission is very different in that 
a vision is a much more kind of higher level. It's the overall, you know, where you want to drive your business. But the mission is about how, how do you actually create that? How do you, how do you achieve that vision? What are the things you're going to be doing inside your business mm-hmm. that will drive you to your vision? Okay. And values is the third thing, you know, being really clear about what your company values are because that will also play a very important part in your marketing and your branding. Yes, and as you and I recently were in a seminar together and we heard Sharon Pearson talking and the values are very, very important, especially when you do bring on team members. So, um, you know, for our listeners, even if you're a one-man band right now, there's a chance that there will come a time when you will bring on team members, whether they're local or whether they're outsourced from um, other countries. And it's really important that when you do bring those people on that they are connected to your mission and your vision, but also that they are committed to your values because they are representing your company, whether they have direct contact with your customers or not, they still need to be on the same train as you, don't they? Absolutely. And often that comes down to actually, it's about doing what you're saying, you know, and you'll often, as mothers, I'm sure you can appreciate often children don't do as you say, but do as you do. So there mm. needs to be consistency in the leader's behavior. Yeah so that they can actually role model and model the kind of behaviour that they expect from their team members. Mm. And this is, a, this is something I wrote a blog post about on uh, FionaLewis.co, which is my personal blog, was, you know, it's all about, if you look at companies like Zappos and, and Apple, where they have that wow factor, and that's all because they've got all of these things in place. And, you know, people that join those companies are so enrolled in the vision, the mission, and the, the company values. And that is why they stand apart. And it's not about the product either. It's about no. the experience, isn't it? No, that's exactly right. An example of val- um, values in a company is Virgin. Virgin often pay their employees under market rate but they find that there's a very low turnover of staff because people love the company. They love what Richard Branson stands for. They love the fun factor. They love the values of the company. So even though they're getting paid less than market rate, they would be very hesitant to leave because they're very much aligned to the values of the company. Okay, so if we've got everything in place as far as the vision, the mission and the values, what's another component of having a written business plan? Then we need to look at the fundamental objective of your business. You need to have some clear ideas about what you want your business to achieve. And generally, I look at that as a two-part process. One, you need to have a financial objective that you want to achieve through your business. And then a soft you know, soft um, objective. So something like to bring joy to a thousand people by the end of 2012. You know, there's a soft element and then there's a hard measurable component that you need to consider. So that's a very important thing. So you need to really start to think about, well, realistically, what would I like to achieve? For me personally, one of my goals of my business is to, you know, have a return on investment of 15% by the end of 2013. So once you get through your business plan and do the financials, you'll actually start to realize, well, is that a realistic, you know, um, financial, a fundamental objective? And that may be something you need to modify as you finish your plan. So after your fundamental objective, the next thing you need to look at is your business model. Now, what I mean by business model is it should answer four basic questions. It should state who your customers are, what is the value proposition to your customer? How are you going to deliver that value to your customer? And how do you actually derive value for yourself? 
and why should that customer buy from you? What is so compelling about your business, your service, your product that customers should buy from you? Now, you need to be able to take those points and put that into a clear business model statement. Spend a bit of time working on this because it is a very, very important part of your business. It is stating what your business is and what it's about. So spend time doing that. Find people to help to uh, maybe just proofread it and, and to see if they actually understand what it is that you're trying to sell. Try and get people to read your business plan as often as possible because what we often think makes sense to us doesn't make sense to others. So get clar- you know, other people to clarify on whether it's, it's clear and articulate. From there, you need to then move on to your strategy. Now, strategy is what is basically the things that you do to drive your business model. So you need to think about things like what are some of the key things, um, key activities that I would need to do to, to pull that off. So if you've got an online business, some of the key things that you would need to do in your strategy is to develop a really strong social media presence. You would need to think about having utilizing a website and the web strategy to reach your customers. Mm. How can you actually do that? So these are the things that you need to start, you know, thinking about. And this will occupy a big component of your time and energy because this is where you start to get into the marketing side of things. Strategy is a very, very broad term and it's used very loosely. But it's really about the activities that you do to drive your business model. If you'd like to become a mompreneur and spend more time at home with your family thanks to a successful online business, then we can help. Join the Mentoring Moms Membership Program, Mentoring Moms membership program. and access a full range of step-by-step videos and supporting training materials. The Mentoring Moms Membership Program is an online business blueprint just for moms. To find out more, go to mentoringmomsonline.com. So basically, I mean, in, in the Mentoring Mums Online program, we have a very simple one-page business plan uh, where we start off, you know, with the big vision and what it is you're wanting to achieve, when you're wanting to achieve it, and then we break it down into the, you know, perhaps five key actions that you're going to need to take in order to, the big rocks, I suppose, that you're going to need to take in order to achieve that, and then we break down the steps again as to what you're going to have to do to achieve each of those rocks. So is this sort of on a, on a larger scale what you're talking about? Yeah, that is, that's very much what I'm talking about. It's about having those big items that you need to do and then breaking that down, in, which comes down to the later part when we go into the implementation right. of how you're actually going to implement what your strategy is. Mm. And it's exactly what you're saying about breaking it down into small doable actions. Yeah, and that's right. And then working out who then needs to take each of those actions. So, I mean, obviously what we've got in the Mentoring Mums uh, program is a very simplified version. So if you're not going for funding or anything like that, you know, maybe that would be enough. But if, you, if you're looking to take your business to a completely different level or you're looking for investors or loans or whatever it is, then it's, they're going to need to go much further than this one-page plan, aren't they? They are. They're absolutely going to need to do that. There's thousands of people seeking funding each and every day. And most people have a great idea, but very rarely do people have an execution plan. And unless you can convince someone to invest money, in order to be able to convince someone to invest money, you need to have been able to show them that you have a plan around execution. It's extremely important. It's actually crucial. Yep. 
Yep, that's so, that's so good to hear that. And it, it, what are, are there any other? We're just getting uh, towards the end of our podcast recording, Vin. So, are there any other big rocks or big key elements that people need to consider when writing their business plan? Main thing is understand who your competitors are, mm-hmm. and to really get into the nitty gritties of financial analysis, you need to know how much you're going to generate a, a sales forecast, and also what your expenditure is going to look like, and have a basic profit and loss statement, projected profit and loss statement. Mm. And see, this is the bit that just makes my head spin round because, as you know, when we met, I was telling you and you saw demonstrated how terrible I am with numbers and I just they just confuse me when I look at them. So this is something that um, we're probably going to workshop a little bit in the Mentoring Mums Online program for our members. Uh, you're going to be holding a women, webinar where we'll be showing a lot more of the how uh, in relation to these strategies. And I think, too, it would be really good to have a, maybe a workshop, Vin, where we can um, actually go through with our members how to go about doing those numbers. Yeah, no, that would be really that would be very exciting for me. I'm not sure how everyone else will feel about that. <laughs> But that's yeah. something I love doing, so I, I look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you say, it's, it's not something that excites a lot of us, but to have someone like you where, you know, where it all makes sense and you can just take us by the hand and lead us down the garden path and say, right, do this, this, this and this, and then, you know, at the end of it, come out with a document that is going to, you know, show us in a realistic way where we are actually at with our businesses. Because I think a lot of us just put our heads in the sand because it's just too much to sort of take on. So that's something that uh, our members, if you're listening, you can look forward to. Uh, if you're not a member and you, you like the sound of that, then perhaps you'll want to go over and, and uh, have a look at the mentoring and coaching program in which Finn is now one of our latest additions in our ever-growing and evolving uh, faculty of experts. And uh, we've not had a numbers, a numbers person in there, Vin, so we're so excited to have you. Last point is have a really strong network of people around you you're never going to be an expert at everything and that's why it's really important to get people on board, mentors, get a good accountant, get a good business business coach, get a good marketing coach and utilise those services because it will help you save a lot of time, money and frustration in the long run. Mm, couldn't agree with you more there, Vin. This is Mumpreneur's online must-have resource, resource of the, of the week. week. We have our segment now all about our resource of the week and I know that you've got something very special to share with our listeners. Yes, I'm very excited to share um, one of the tools that I use to determine my values. It's called the values card. So basically it's a set of cards that you can cut up and it helps you to define what are the things that are most important to you. Now there's three there's three categories important, very important and not important. So you basically put the different values under those three headings and then you, with the ones that are very important, you you start to take one and then match the other and say, which one, if I had to choose one, which one would I choose? Until you basically, you keep repeating that process until you basically come down to your top three values. And so once you've got those top three values, what do we do with them? Then what you do, when you start to write your business plan, you need to check in with your values and say, is there, is there congruency between what I value and what my business is doing? Mm. And that's always there to help you make the right decisions. It's like the measuring stick. I like that. It is. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe once you've got those values is to display them somewhere near where you, where you do most of your work so that you're constantly reminded if this did help you to stay on track and you're not sort of sidetracked in moving your business in a direction that's not going to be in alignment with what's most important to you. Absolutely. Stick them on the fridge, stick them in the bathroom, stick them in your car. Have your values everywhere and look at it every single day. 
I love that. Thank you for sharing that tool. So, ladies, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes or or on a mobile device and you're not on the website, just head over to mumpreneursonline.com and look in the podcast section and uh, you will find the download link on the page where we have this podcast recording. So then we now have Rebecca who's come to us. She's one of our listeners and she has a question for you. She wants to know how she can go about getting finance for her business. Sure. That's probably one of the biggest questions that most entrepreneurs ask. Now, there's basically five different ways that you can go about getting um, financing. The first one, which is probably the most common, is you can go beg on the doorstep of your family and friends (laughs) and ask them to finance your business idea. Look, even if you're going to ask your family and friends, you need to have a business plan. You need to show them that you've done some th- you know, research and you've put your thoughts together in a concrete, congruent way. The second area you can look at is going to your bank. If you have a good relationship with your banker or if you don't, start creating a good relationship with your banker. And often there's micro business loans that um, people can apply for. Again, if you're approaching a bank, you need to have a really solid, concrete business plan. Um, The other area that you can go to, there's a lot of government grants and government loans that are available. I know there's over about 350 different grants and, and loans that people can have access to. There's a site called Australia Business Financing Centre. You can go on there and um, it's www.australiangovernmentgrants.org. You can go on there and give them a call or send a request for information about potential grants that you may be entitled to. Some of them will be grants that you don't have to repay and some will be actual small business loans that eventually you will have to repay. It just depends on the type of business and whether you're a startup, whether you're established looking to grow. There are various things that, um, that will affect whether it's a loan or a grant. The other way that you can get funding is through angel investors. Now, angel investors are usually a group of private investors who have often had businesses before. They love business. They're enthusiastic about business and they love hearing people's great ideas. Now, often they will only invest between $25,000 to $250,000 and with angel investors, which is often, if you're not approaching banks or family and friends, that's probably your best bet. Now, there's certain criteria that you need to meet if you're looking at going to an angel investor. You would firstly need to have a really solid business plan. Now, you need to go past having a business plan if you're looking at angel investors. You actually need to be able to show that you've got customers um, who are willing to trial your trial your product or service and pay for them. If you can achieve that, you've got a much higher chance of acquiring funding through an angel investor. You would need to find out what their criteria is and match that. And you'll need to find out which angel investment group to approach. Now, not every angel investor will invest in every industry. So you need to find industry-specific angel investors. And how do you go about finding them? Google search or... Well, there's an association called Australian Association of Angel Investors. You can get on there and they will help you find an appropriate angel investor. Okay. And is that four? I think, is there a fifth one? Well, fifth one, which is venture capitalists. Generally, that's not a part that I would recommend unless you are a very big established business mm-hmm. looking for a large amount of funding. 
So they usually have funds available of about $4 million, but they'll only probably go between 500000 to $1.5 million for an individual, in, um, individual business. Now, if you're looking to go down the path of a venture capitalist, just be aware that they will want a big chunk of your business. So if there's ways of getting finance other ways, I would approach those avenues. Fabulous. That is such good advice because I know that you know people might not have even heard of angel investors, so it's nice to know that. And also to know that there's all those grants out there. They can be quite time-consuming to go through applications for those though, can't they? They can be. Mm. I think it's best to get on the phone and try and speak to someone who knows a little bit about which grant is appropriate for which business so they might speed up the process a little bit for yeah. you. Yeah, fantastic. That is such good advice. And thank you, Rebecca, for that question, because I think that uh, we managed to squeeze some very good content out of Vin through that. So we appreciate listeners sending in their questions. Uh, you can send in your questions through the mumpreneursonline.com blog. If you go to the contact page, uh, you can just send me a message. I read every single message and always reply to them. So that is the best way to send in a question if you have a question. Also, I on the Mumpreneurs Online uh, Facebook page, I often will let you know who we've got coming up and uh, and let and ask if anyone's got any questions that's another way to get in touch with us so Vin thank you very much we are so privileged to have you into, into our community and uh, we'll look forward to hearing more training from you especially in our mentoring mums online uh, membership area thanks Fiona and I look forward to hearing about success stories from your members thanks very so much. much okay bye bye Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Mumpreneurs Online. If you like today's episode, then you'll love all the extra information on our website. Go to mumpreneursonline.com now.